Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, proclaiming the mystery of God, I did not come with sublimity of words or of wisdom. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness and fear and much trembling, and my message and my proclamation were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of spirit and power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. Yet we do speak a wisdom to those who are mature, but not a wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are passing away. Rather, what we speak is God's wisdom, mysterious, hidden, which God predetermined before the ages for our glory, and which none of the rulers of this age knew. For if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, What eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and what has not entered the human heart, what God has prepared for those who love Him. This God has revealed to us through the Spirit. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Proclaim His marvelous deeds to all the nations. Proclaim His marvelous deeds to all the nations. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all you lands. Sing to the Lord. Bless His name. Proclaim His marvelous deeds to all the nations. Announce His salvation day after day. Tell His glory among the nations, among all peoples, His wondrous deeds. Proclaim His marvelous deeds to all the nations. Give to the Lord, you families of nations. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory due His name. Proclaim His marvelous deeds to all the nations. Say among the nations, The Lord is King. He has made the world firm, not to be moved. He governs the peoples with equity. Proclaim His marvelous deeds to all the nations. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus and his disciples were proceeding on their journey, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And to another he said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But he answered him, Let the dead bury their dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me say farewell to my family at home. He said, No one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. 
Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, happy feast day to all the Dominicans, both those in that religious congregation by vows and those who are lay Dominicans, everyone who follows the beautiful spirituality of St. Dominic, a priest of the 13th century who founded this congregation and who is known in particular for his preaching. And that's why these special readings uh, for the Feast of St. Dominic today speak about preaching. St. Paul is reflecting on his great task as a preacher of the gospel. Those of us who are ordained, ordained to the diaconate, ordained to the priesthood, some ordained to the episcopacy, are ordained to preach and teach together with administering the sacraments, sanctifying and governing God's people. But it's preaching and teaching that is a commission by the laying on of hands, by the, uh, by the uh, commission given to us by the church to proclaim not our own teachings, not our own opinions, but the Word of God. And that's the first key thing to keep in mind about preaching. It's not just to be an inspiring speaker. That's why I often say, well, you know, why doesn't in every parish uh, there be a rotation so that different people among the congregation who are qualified to give inspiring talks, and some people are public speakers by profession, uh, storytellers, uh, inspirational, uh, motivational speakers. A lot of people are, are, are doing that. Why don't we have the benefit of that talent in the pulpit in our churches? Why is it just the priest or the deacon? Because it's not just a matter of giving an, an uplifting talk. It's a matter of Jesus Christ proclaiming his gospel through those he appointed and sent. We see that in the scriptures. He appoints and sends the apostles a further 72. And then as we read the letters of St. Paul, we see the laying on of hands and the commissioning of preachers of the gospel. This is a continuous line of those carrying out a commission given by Christ. It's not simply something based on a natural talent to be able to inspire. And an inspiring preacher, by the way, doesn't mean that the preacher is holy. I remember Fulton Sheen always uh, saying that, how somebody came up to him, and he was a very inspiring preacher, an effective teacher, and a woman came up to him and said he must be very holy, and he said no. He said this is a gift given by Christ for the building up of his body, the church. It has nothing to do with whether the one who has received that gift and is using it for the building up of the body, is himself being obedient to Christ. He may be preaching that, but that's not what constitutes his holiness. He has to be in union with Christ and obeying his commands and living in his grace. Second point about preaching, and the Dominicans have this as a key uh, uh, motto, to hand on to others what one has contemplated, the things that one has contemplated. In other words, we receive, we all as the church, symbolized by Mary whom the Gospel of Luke says she received his words pondering them in her heart. So does the church 
And by pondering the words, Mary said, let it be done to me according to your word. Notice, she is in the receiving mode. She's not creating the word. She's certainly not editing the word. Let it be done to me according to your word. That's the church saying that. Lord, you take the initiative. You're the author of the word. That word changes us, lifts us up, cleanses us, challenges us. Let it be done to me according to your word. So we first have to be in the receiving mode if we're going to preach. And we have got to receive that word and then we've got to contemplate it. Now contemplation is very much allowing that word to impact us. It's very different from uh, a view of uh, utilization. I want to figure out when I'm looking at something how I can use it. I often use the example of a tree. You can look at a tree and you can think about utilizing the, the wood of the tree. How much lumber can I get? What can I build with it? How much will it make me if I sell it? That's a utilization mode. Or you could look at the tree in a contemplation mode and be moved by its strength, by its beauty, by its symmetry. See how two, two different ways of approaching reality? And they both have their place. To be able to preach, one has to be able to contemplate first. And then having been moved by the word, you share with others those things you have contemplated. Not those things you have created. It's not preaching your own message. It's preaching the word received from Christ, handed on faithfully through the centuries. And that leads us to the third point. Look at how beautifully Paul talks about receiving what is God's wisdom and what hasn't even dawned on the human heart. The preacher has to take us beyond what has dawned on us on, by our own thinking what eye has not seen and ear has not heard and hasn't entered the heart of humanity, what God has prepared for those who love Him. We are preaching about spectacular things, the eternal life and salvation planned for us in Christ and preached by Him and His apostles. This is human beings sharing divine wisdom this is the golden coin in the dirty hand, a beautiful image. Well, not, not physically beautiful, but a beautifully appropriate image of how this precious word, this gold coin, that does not lose its value, is preached and passed on by imperfect and sinful preachers, but nevertheless opens up for us an entire world of God and His gifts and His eternal salvation. There are various religions in the history of the world, and some of them have said that if you conceive of us at one end of a, of a tube and God at the other, some think that the tube is closed off in both directions, that we really cannot understand reality here on earth or the things of God. Some think the tube is open just in, on one end, that we can really see the truth of the things that are around us, but that we really are not sure about God. 
Other religions think the tube is open just at the other end where we can know and see God, but this world is just an illusion or a deception. And then there's Christianity where the tube is open at both ends. We really know the things of this world. The physical things of this world are good. They were created by God and we have a knowledge of them. One of the things St. Dominic was preaching against was an idea that the things of this world, well, the physical things were created by the devil, including the human body. And God created the spiritual things. Those are the good things. The soul and the things of the spirit. That's not Christian teaching. And St. Dominic had to come against that. It was the Albigensian heresy. No, Christianity tells us the tube, if you will, is open on both ends. We see, we appreciate, we know the things of creation. They were made by the same good God that made all the spiritual things. And it's open at the other end. It reminds me of the book of Revelation. At the beginning of it, John says, I looked up and I saw an open door in the heavens. God has revealed himself to us. We can know what he thinks. Not everything that he thinks, but we can know with certainty the things he has revealed. There was an open door in the heavens. The preacher must contemplate the things that are seen through that open door. Must contemplate them, must be moved by them, must be inspired by them, and then must proclaim them to the people. The preacher will know that he's ready to preach when he is jumping up and down, spiritually at least, with excitement about what he is about to proclaim because, again, it is revealing to us. What we cannot know by human reason, it is showing to us what eye has not seen and ear has not heard, nor has it so much as dawned on our hearts the greatness of what God has prepared for those who love him. Happy Feast Day of St. Dominic. Blessings to all our Dominican friends and to the whole church. May we contemplate and proclaim the wondrous deeds of the Lord. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.